Ellen and Jonathan, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to discuss the action thriller movie Mission Impossible Fallout, starring Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, Rebecca Ferguson, Henry Cavill, Sean Harris, Angela Bassett, and Alec Baldwin. As always, should you or any of your brothers in armchairs be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck nerding me. Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, I'm hiding behind a tree. <laughs> Good thing you don't have the size of the head of Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we were talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. I was going to say a number, but I'm not sure what number we're up to. Six, maybe? Number six. Mission Impossible Fallout, starring Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, Michelle Monaghan. Alec Baldwin, Rachel Ferguson, or Rebecca Ferguson, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. So uh, Henry yeah, Cavill's mustache and Henry. Oh, I forgot Henry Cavill. <laughs> yes, and Henry Cavill's mustache, which really did nothing to the character anyway. So why can he shave? I'm really surprised that. Well, let's see. This is Paramount that, that did this film, I think. Yeah. And uh, Justice League is Warner Brothers. That is bizarre that they didn't... I mean, his mustache did nothing for the movie. I wonder if that was just a... F you, we're not making your life easier for you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe it was just that. Can be. That'd be so funny if it was. I mean, with Teddy's, you know, uh, makeup, I mean, it didn't look like it was too hard to replicate that mustache. No, not at all. It was barely full-grown, too, if you think yeah, yeah, like his beard was him growing or anything. I don't know. It was just weird. Now, did a you lot have of mu- a lot to do with about nothing. That stupid mustache. <laughs> did you have a good theater? Yeah, it was pretty. Um, like the best seats, the best rows were all sold out. Oh, really? Um, I actually um wound up going. Not no. Well, I got my ticket late because uh, Movie Pass was having issues. If you remember that day, yeah. And um, I wound up sitting in the second row from the front. But in this, good thank Lord. goodness. Well, in this particular theater. That wasn't a bad seat at all. I mean, I'm, I was a little closer than I usually like being, but it wasn't like my nose is on the screen, so it's okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my theater was pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't say it was completely full, but uh, full enough. Well, I, went, and I also went at, um, I went to a five o'clock show. What time did you go? Uh, we went, uh, what like Saturday morning? Fr- no, Friday. Friday. Friday afternoon. Okay, yeah, so, you know, for, for me that crowded before the night shows, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. Now, this is a movie I was looking forward to. I brought this one up at the our uh, end of the year show um, because I was a big fan of uh, Rogue Nation, I think was the one that was part of this one. Yes, Rogue Nation. And uh, it, this is cool because this guy, uh, the director, Chris Macquarie, I think right. his name. It, 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 it was nice because after Rogue Nation, I really like, uh, I like the cast. I like Tom Cruise and Rebecca Ferguson. Like, it's like I wanted more of those two, and I was excited to, to see them come back again as kind of a sequel. But, and uh, yeah, I, I was really stoked about this one. And Henry, Henry Cavill, that's a handsome man. That's <laughs> he's, he's beefy. Yeah, he is, man. 
And it's, it was weird because, I mean, we all know Tom Cruise is a slight man. He's 5'7". I mean, he's, he's, he's not out of shape at all, but he's not a big guy. Yeah. Um, so if you notice, and I, I don't know why I was noticing this, but they didn't really, there weren't a lot of scenes where they were standing, like, right next to each other. Right. There was always some kind of perspective thing going on <laughs> or where, where Cavill is usually behind him in some way. Um, but, yeah, but he's a beefy, thick dude. Like, even that suit, which I don't think was supposed to, like be very fitting, like almost form fitting. Yeah. Look kind of tight up. <laughs> good like, lord, the guy's a monster. You he know, is like, a monster. If you would think, like, if you were to, like, let's say you didn't know Tom Cruise, and I guess you would assume that he's like five, eight, or something. You would think that Henry Cavill's like eight feet tall. And yeah. The, the guy is huge, huge. Uh, I can see this guy playing James Bond. Yeah, well, didn't he throw it out there like last week? I was like, yeah, I, I, I played James. It's like we always say when, when oh, this star said they played this role. We're like, basically saying, yes, I take money from this company. Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no, so, but, so willing yeah. to be a superhero. Of course he's willing to be a superhero. He's got a paycheck. Um, yeah. yeah, I can see him being James Bond. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Huge, huge dude. Yeah, I think, I think this movie, oh, let's see. By the way, this is going to be spoiler heavy, so if uh, you haven't seen the movie yet, press pause, watch the movie, come back, press play. Okay. Or start from the beginning because we're not too deep into it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see. See, I was thinking during the movie, like, oh, well, you know, maybe he'll he'll get another movie out of this, like, um, like Hawkeye did. What's his name? Jeremy Renner did. He got two movies. Right. Uh, Mission Impossible movies, and which I wanted to bring up because he wasn't in this movie for some reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, because of the, how this movie ends, I don't think we'll see Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you won't. Yeah, I was I was actually expecting Jeremy Renner to come back again, but he was nowhere to be found. But the way this movie kind of went, I guess I guess it opens the door for him to come back again with uh, uh, Alan Hunley. You know, Alec Baldwin dying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, would be the head of the MIF, IMF force or whatever. I guess because that that was kind of his role in the previous movies, where he was kind of like back at Washington, wherever they were, uh, t- taking on that kind of role. You know, I just assumed that he was on another mission or something. You know. See, and I took it that as if they were setting up Angela Bassett, who's the head of the CIA in this movie, to take over the IMF. Oh well, yeah. That's how I was looking at it. Um, and I don't see. I, I don't like how to characterize her because. She's almost like a villain in this movie up until like the very end, right? You know, and I'm like, and then she's like, oh, well, good, you know, good thing we had you, Mister Hunt. And I'm like, what? What? You weren't <laughs> saying that for three fourths of this movie. <laughs> oh, she was. She was so willing to take down uh, Ethan Hunt and his crew. Yeah, the whole entire time there was no like second thought. Like, are you sure that this information on the cell phone is accurate? She was like, just give me more proof. I'm going to take him down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, but I mean, I like the uh, the uh, you know had all the hallmarks of a Mission Impossible movie. It had the fake faces, the voice changer, um, Tom Cruise climbing up rocks. Where he is, he finds a way to climb on something. Uh, Tom Cruise running, which is a hallmark of all his movies. That that uh, dude can sprint for like two hours and, and not get tired. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's he's probably maybe between eight to ten years older than us, and he. He could probably be us in any sport. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. The dude's fit, I tell you. It's amazing when you watch these movies because I was reading up online, you know, after I saw the movie about what this guy did for the movie. 
every stunt was there the, the director said that there is zero green screen in this i was like you gotta be kidding me really yeah he the actually first... took helicopter license uh, uh what do you call it yeah helicopter lessons and he flew that freaking helicopter he did that i can't I, there had to be a little green screen a green screen in that in those helicopter scenes don't you think there had to be something i mean because i was watching go, that go online and you'll see him flying that helicopter with a bunch of cameras all over the place and yeah. he's flying that thing and i'm thinking there must be like like what a green screen guy suit as a pilot sitting next to him just in case you know well there's got to be a green screen where he's where he's in stuck in the helicopter and the other helicopter you know when they're crashed and it's rolling toward him i guess I don't know. Well, I was watching this thing, and I was looking for green screen, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, because I was like this thing, like, well, what did he do? What didn't he do? Yeah. Like, when he was climbing up, when he was scaling up the wall, I'm like, oh, he's definitely, I knew, I'm like, I know Tom Cruise. Well, I don't know Tom Cruise, but I'm like, I, I know enough about Tom Cruise to know that he, he's like, no, I'm going to climb up this wall. <laughs> I'm like, that's insane. I would say but, he's climbing, but he's probably like 20 feet off the ground, would be my guess. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, wouldn't you consider that green screen like the bottom part or whatever? Oh, yeah, I guess. I, I, I guess uh, what I mean that to say that, like, when he's on the motorcycle, he is really riding that motorcycle. his computer. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's a given. That's the other thing he he always gets to do in these movies. He rides a motor. Let's see. He rides a motorcycle. He runs. There's a fake face. There's a there's a, a voice changer. Um, he climbs the mountain. <laughs> he's jumping. <laughs> yeah, and oh. he really did that halo jump also, which was amazing. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I was watching that, and I'm like, this doesn't look as, you know, from other movies with Halo jumps, it's like they, they do that, you know, they, they you know, they, they put their arms against their bodies, and they, they straighten out their legs. Oh, yeah. And they to die. Yeah. They didn't do that. I was like, that's weird. Why didn't they do that? Um, yeah, but that was a great scene, a Halo jump. Um, I, I, I like all those good, all those uh, parachuting shoot scenes in any movie. I like them. It's so exhilarating. But, um, yeah, he, I, look. The guy is nut, and and you're right. I saw the scene where he hurt his leg, his ankle, I think, right? Good lord! And you're right. He climbs up. You know, he jumps across to the building, and he and he catches the the ledge and pulls himself up, and he's limping as he he's running up. on it. So what I understand is that that happened in August, I guess. I don't know what year. Maybe a year or two ago, and they halted production for about uh, I think seven months, and he was back on his feet running again. That's insane. It's absolutely insane what this guy's doing. Yeah, it's good drugs. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's got a lot of it's probably He probably had like a new femur put in or whatever he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. Anyway, but yeah, I, so the stunt work is incredible. It, yeah. It's just incredible. Uh, the fight scenes were great, too. Oh, they were so kinetic. You know, like when they're in that bathroom scene when they're beating each other up. Yeah. You can feel the punches, man. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> you could feel every yeah. meaty punch land, landing on their faces. It was amazing. I, I will say this, though. The, the thing that kind of took me out of that scene was uh, they're fighting a, a, a you know a, a guy, but he's he's thinner. He, he doesn't look like he's built. He's probably in shape. But, I mean, the way the way uh, Henry Cavill was throwing them punches, you're like, there's no way. Like, Cavill, it was like a Rocky movie. Like, he just got punched in the face. <laughs> And the dude kept getting up. I'm like, this is not happening in real life. He just punched through a wall. <laughs> and, this guy, this, and this bad guy is taking a shot, like three shots to the face. That ain't oh, happening. I love it. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was great. It was, it was a great scene, man. Yeah. And that's the thing about Ethan Hunt and, and how Tom Cruise has always played this character. I don't know if he 
has ever verbally had to say to a director or a writer, like, or, or, or they just know, like, he has to be like, look, I'm not a superhero. Like, he looks like he's in pain when he gets punched. He, right. you know, he he gets up a little slower. He's he does all the things that make. All right, it's not a genuine fight because you know he will get up from punches that would probably knock him out in real life. Right. But it's not like that automatic get back up and throw punches mm-hmm. and flipping and kicking and he's like really struggling in some of these fights. And there's a you know the the, the bathroom scene is he he pretty much lost that fight except if that uh, the other agent didn't come in. Oh you know? yeah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Shoots yeah, him in the I'm, face. He's like, you're gonna make a mask. And he's like, well, you need a face for that. I was like, oh my god. But I guess they were trying to show how tough that other guy was. Locke, yeah. I guess who he was, whatever. I mean, to take on Ethan and August Walker by himself in the bathroom and totally kicking butt, he was like, like another level ninja or something. The stereotypical yes. Asian knows how to fight all the time. I was trying to leave his ethnicity out of it, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a the, I, I, the stunt work. The fight work was really good. Um, I wasn't as impressed with Tom Cruise's and um, Henry Cavill's fight at the end, but it, it was good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, it could have been more. <laughs> but that helicopter scene was was that, that was helicopter action. Was that was tense, man. Yeah, that was. And here's the thing, man. With these movies, I'm, I've gotten very jaded with a lot of these movies. It's like Tom Cruise is not going to die. It's a mission. You know what I mean? You like you get that going in. So for me, it takes away a lot of the the, the tenseness of these things. But sure. like even knowing that, I'm like that helicopter scene, and even the bomb defusing scenes, I was like, because my brain's saying there's no way they're going to kill these guys. These bombs can't go off. <laughs> you know? But I'm like, but it was so tense. Like they're going to cut the wrong wire. They're not going to do it in time. Why did I wait till one second? <laughs> <laughs> Always down to the split second. Oh, that was let, fantastic. Let me ask this. Did, I don't know if this was my, like I mistook this in the movie or they made this and did it on purpose where when they they cut the wires at one second and they kind of cut to Tom Cruise so you don't know what happens. Right. Do they make it look like he sees an explosion in the in the, in the far off distance? That was my interpretation of that too. I was like, <gasps> they Yeah, right? Did you see yeah. explosion? Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, that was genius of because I thought it for even that split second. You know, I was like, "Oh my God, they fell!" Yeah, and I'm thinking, "How's Tom Cruise gonna recover from this?" Right. Because he takes that very obviously. He takes even you know when you saw the what he did for the female cop. You know, you know he's you know something. You know, if she had died, the female cop had died, he would have been you know guilt ridden. So if if his team and his wife were you know if he failed that mission. He would have been devastated. I was like, "Oh man!" And I'm thinking the next, the next one's like hit them bringing him back. Like all these thoughts went through my head real quick when I thought the mom had gone off. Oh, I, I thought so too. I'm in a sense that like everyone, everyone that he cared for was there, and I'm like, oh my god, he just lost them. You yeah. Know? And then when when the scene was over, I'm like, well, what the hell did I look at? Was it like the sun rising or something? That's what I'm thinking it was like, uh, or the sun rising or setting or whatever. And um, it had to be that, but it, but it wasn't just me. It definitely did. You think the director purposely made it look like an explosion? Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good. Uh, what you call it? Good uh, drama. Now, did you uh, have any moments in the movie where you're like, "What the hell?" I had a couple of those. What the hell? Um, I'm trying to remember the movie. I'll give you mine. When uh, when Solomon Lane is handcuffed to the chair, and and then Benji puts on the face. 
and it'll do, do the little switcheroo on him, where you thought Benji is the one that walked out, but Benji was still in the chair. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, not to sound like a jerk, but I, I feel like I saw that coming. Like, because he walked out so... Um, like, he walked out so quickly, and they just kind of said, like, don't take your eyes off him. You know, right. I'm like, hmm. And then he turns off the camera and walks into the jail with him, like, well, something, this isn't... This doesn't look right. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I turned around. I I, I elbowed Angelica. I'm like, did you see that? <laughs> and I gave, her that, I gave her that face of like, you know, like, oh, what are those faces? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. That was good. No. Um, I think I was more fooled by the, uh, uh, the Alec Baldwin part where he's like, you screwed up. You're done. The mission's over. I think that part fooled me a little bit more. No, and then, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was all part of it. Sure. Well, um, I, I like the misdirection of this stuff. When the guy's in the hospital and he do that fake little setup, like, you know, uh, if you allow me to, to say my manifesto on TV and you can tell Tom Cruise, I mean, Ethan Hunt's just all pissed off and, right. you know. Yeah, well, I, in that scene, I was like, oh, man, he really screwed up. Because the, the, the movie begins with him having to make a choice between getting, you know, uh, three things of plutonium versus saving um, the Ving Rhames character, and he winds up saving Ving Rhames, and, and, the, and the plutonium gets away, and you know, the theory is they're going to build these three bombs, and so when when they showed the news report, Wolf Blitzer, of all people, and they showed the news report, and I'm like, oh, and they blew up, uh, you know, they blew up the three holy sites, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, he's... Like you're in Ethan Hunt's head, you're like he, you know, because past experience with him, you know he's gonna like take all that on himself. Like this is all my fault. I have to make this right. All these people are dead because I failed. Yeah. Um. And and it turned out to be a little bit of a switcheroo, which is which uh, which is pretty cool. I like the switcheroos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the hallmark of Mission Impossible. I never watched the show, but. I think all this kind of stuff is our, our home. <laughs> when we left the movie, I told my daughter, it, 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 they shouldn't call it Mission Impossible. It should be called M- Mission Kind of Doable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, it should be Mission. This is our sixth one. Yeah. Chances are yeah. we're going to make it. <laughs> kind of possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, look, these movies never fail to entertain. I can't think of one. I, maybe the first one I don't like as much as the rest, but... I like all these movies. Oh, no, I um, agree with you. I thought the first one had pacing issues. I thought it was a little on the slow side. And when John Woo came out with that second one, with all, you know, the motorcycle duel and stuff, like, right. I was sold. And from there, it just got better. But these well, the last best, two were fantastic. Yeah, the, the, well, the best thing about Mission Impossible 2 is it's a straight-up John Woo movie with the cinematography and the birds and the bullets and the slow motion. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a good uh, film in that respect. Uh, and three, I was really was that J.J. Abrams' first one, Mission Impossible three, when he and he got married, I think. Uh, Ghost Protocol. No, that was three. I think that was just Mission Impossible three, and the Ghost Protocol was four. Rogue Nation was five, and this was six. Oh, okay. So Ghost Protocol was when they're they're in the Middle East. Yeah, and, and he's climbing the building. I thought that was uh, J.J.'s. I, I could be wrong. And, uh, they could have both been J.J.'s, but I, yeah. I know the first Mission Impossible three was remember Kerry Russell was in it had to save her. Oh yes, 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 yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they've all been really good movies. I think that was Philip Seymour Hoffman's movie too, right? Mission Impossible Three. That's right. He was the bad guy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that um, was good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that was a good one. That's JJ's first one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I guess, I guess he's our James Bond. He's America's James Bond at this point, Ethan Hunt. Oh, um, it's so funny you brought that up. That was the first thing I, I told my, like, I was talking to my family about the movie. I, I was like, who's James Bond? I mean, because his last movie, Spectre, that was terrible. I thought that was bad. Right, and I was that came out the same year as um, Rogue Nation. Uh, uh, Rogue Nation, which is the same plot. Yeah, exactly. And, and Mission Impossible done way better. Yes, I, I, I thought Mission Impossible was a lot better. Rogue Nation, uh, uh, Spectre, I was just like, I think I might have fallen asleep during it. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do, do you think after this movie that they're setting up another movie after this? Oh yeah, um, I'm just looking at the box office right now. It's it's Sunday night when we're recording this. Um, it made 62 million this weekend. Damn. And that's good for for you know end a of July. Not Marvel movie. <laughs> well, it's end of July. It's it's three. It's a three day. It's a regular weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, there were previews on Thursday, um, but 62 is really good. I think I think it said this was the. Uh, it might have been a record. Was it a record for the weekend or a record for? It was a record for Tom Cruise. Oh, personal best! Yeah, wow, personal really? Best, yeah. This movie used to make really good money. I was shocked uh, about that one too. I would figure like Top Gun, you know? I mean, that was a big movie for him. Well, it's the second biggest opening that says um, sixty-four million for um, War of the Worlds. Oh wow! Uh, but it's the biggest Mission Impossible movie. Born on Fourth of July. I thought that was a big movie. Yeah, more than fourth I didn't get the numbers. I mean, it was, yeah. it was more critical than anything. Mm. And Top Gun, that's eighty-six money too. You're talking about, so right. Um, yeah, so I, I yeah, Nick definitely, Nick definitely do another. What's I mean, what's he do? Like one movie a year? Uh, Rogue Nature was two years ago. What's Tom Cruise now? Fifty-six. Oh, no, he's younger than that. Oh, is he? Is he? He's probably. I, I think he's probably top fifty-three, maybe. God damn, is this that, guy's healthy. Yeah, he's not that much older than us, which makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, uh, like, I need to start running. <laughs> I, need, I mean, I need to be sprinting is what I need to do. Like, I all right, so he was born in 62. Oh, no, you're right. He might be 56. Yeah, yeah it looks fantastic, 82, man. 82. He looks really good. Looks really he just good. turned, uh, and ironically, he was in a movie called Born on the 4th of July. His birthday is July 3rd. Oh, okay. uh, he, wow, he just turned 56. Damn. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I know, right? God, we're pathetic. What do we, we do? Really we're, are. we're sitting on our asses doing a podcast is the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when, when's, when's Tom Cruise coming out with his podcast movie? <laughs> we sit down for two hours in front of his home computer. We're in. We're in. Uh, he's got two movies on his IMDb schedule. For, he's got Top Gun Maverick for next year. Oh, wow. And a movie announced called Luna Park. I would, I would probably guess, uh, give him... Wow, he'd be sixty though. Hey, maybe in three years we'll see a Mission Impossible seven. Maybe that'll be the one where he hands the torch to someone. Maybe I don't know. I mean, sixty, dude. Who do you think he is, Harrison? Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's uh, only how they film it, though. I mean, like, I mean, right. riding a motorcycle. I mean, he he's he does that, you know. Yeah. Like riding a motorcycle is just his thing. But dude, but he sprints strong. It's like, oh, damn, yeah. this guy's fit. Yeah, I wonder if it's gonna be a situation where he'll maybe he'll stop doing them when he decides 
he can't do the stunts anymore or whatever? Or do you think he'll be humble enough to be like, all right, you know, let's put a stunt guy in for this? You know, I was wondering, did Chris uh, McQuarrie, I wonder if he had it like a trilogy in mind, you know, with this being his second movie, you know, because it, it does end like there could be more after this one. Well, here's the thing. This is the first uh, of all the six movies. And this is this is the little dig I have to give on this one is that this is the first one that's a direct sequel from Rogue Nation, right? Because it follows almost immediately after, well, two years after, after the end of Rogue Nation, because you know the guy he caught in Rogue Nation has been in jail for two years. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a direct continuation of the movie in the sense that it's the same villain he dealt with, it's the same issues he's dealing with. So um, you're right. I wonder if this will be a trilogy uh, because all the other. Mission Impossible, you can watch on standalones. You yes, know. yeah. Um, and that bothered me because I didn't refresh myself on Rogue Nation. I probably I didn't myself. I should watch Rogue Nation before I go see this, but I just never got around to it. Um, so there were there were there were um, callbacks in the movie that I didn't remember from Rogue Nation, like certain things. Like I think that the the guy they break out of the the prison, the the truck. I think you really need if you haven't seen Rogue Nation at all, you're not going to understand his importance and, and the, who he was in terms of and what he meant as a foil to uh, right. Ethan. You yeah. know, yeah. you kind of get it in this movie, but he, he, his whole motivations aren't really there and stuff like that. And even Henry, uh, I was was Henry Cavill uh, was he the leak? What's his name? Yeah, the he, guy, he was part of a uh, Spectre. I mean, not what the hell I'm sorry. I mean, the apostles. I'm sorry. He's probably one of the. Apostles. He was an apostle. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he was, was he, he was the guy Leak or whoever, right? Is that his name? He, he Lark? was Leak. Lark. He was Lark, right? Lark. Uh. You know, I didn't take it as that. Yeah. No. I thought they were saying that he was Lark. I thought the Asian guy was Lark. I thought they said they were saying the Asian guy was the decoy. <sighs> Gotta watch this movie again. I don't, yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, um, yeah, and I was actually surprised because the wife—they didn't talk about the wife in last the movie. Uh, they brought her up again here, and I was kind of surprised that she remarried because I—I I, I was thinking that they were going to try to work it out or something. But I guess not. In the third movie, or was it the second one? In the third movie, it, it does end with her moving on with her life, though. No, yeah. doesn't she join MI, MI, the MIF or the no. yeah, IMF? No. I could no, she, she was a doctor and she was going on with her life and he, he can only look at her from a distance, you know. Um, and that was... I, I, as far was as it I that remember, four, though? That might have been Mission Impossible 4. God, there's so many. Four was Ghost Protocol. It was when they had the introduction of you know Simon Pegg's character joining the team and uh, Jeremy Renner initially. Yeah, I believe that was Ghost Protocol. Was it? I'm no, checking the cast list if she was in it. I think it was the third one. I almost forgot. I totally forgot about her. Actually, I was like, "Ooh, Tom Cruise got two women he has to deal with." Yeah, and now because I I thought they were saying because um, the British spy from the last movie was in this one. I, uh, what was her uh, Ilsa? name? Uh, Ilsa. Yeah. I thought they were setting up in the last movie to be like a, a romantic interest, and then they didn't, and then so it kind of took my surprise. Where at the end of this one, it kind of seemed like they they were setting each other, they were setting up for a romantic interest. Yeah, it seems like they're going down that route with Ethan. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. So if they do another one, he'll be close to sixty when it comes out. I would think that'd be his last one because they're also doing a, an Edge of Tomorrow uh, sequel, aren't they? 
I, I heard that's gonna be awesome too. Yeah. So he's got a Maverick sequel. He's got an Edge Tomorrow, possibly, and maybe a. The guy. A Mission Impossible. The guy doesn't stop. I mean, think back. What is your earliest memory of Tom Cruise in a movie? Risky Business. No. Um, Outsiders. Outs. No, I don't remember Tom Cruise. I know he's in it, but I don't remember him. Like he didn't stick out to me in the Outsiders. Risky Business. Um. No, it's not even risky. It's a. Um, Frank. I think losing it because I think I started losing it before I saw Risky Business. Oh, really? It was. I think it's him and two other friends that go down to like Tijuana. Or the, the Luther oh. Virginia. It's like it's placed in the 1950s. No, no, I didn't uh, see that one. Oh, it, it wasn't great. Oh, and Shelley Long, you know, uh, Diane. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in 1983. It came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You know what it is? Hmm. Taps. And I'm looking at it. Taps. Oh, my God. Wow. He was in that crap. It's a crazy one, too. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, got like, yeah, Wait, what year, what year was that one? Taps came out in 81. Son of a gun. Yeah. Look at him. So his first one was Endless Love. Uh, was then it? he did Taps. Wow. Yeah. I guess he had a bit part in Endless Love. He wasn't the star, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Endless Love, then Taps, and then The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Then Losing It, then Risky Business. All the Right Moves. Listen to this. Man. All the Right Moves. Legend, Top Gun, Color of Money, Cocktail, Rain Man, Born of Dude, we should do a podcast on these 80s movies. Yeah. And this guy's just. I'm looking for a. Du- I mean, Losing It was good for what it was. Um, yeah, I think he winds up sleeping with Shelley Long. Um, Ew. Well, I guess she was considered hot back then. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at, let me see, what's his dud? Uh, uh, I didn't like the second Jack Reacher. Did you like the second Jack Reacher? I don't think I watched the whole thing. So I would say no. Uh, I liked Far and Away. Days of Thunders I like. Yeah. The Firm was good. Mission Impossible. Dude, the first Mission Impossible came out in 22 years ago. Oh my gosh. Is that insane? 1996. The guy is is aging fantastically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he really is. Seriously. It's all the running, I guess. I never saw Magnolia. I wonder if that was any good. I actually liked Vanilla Sky, too. Did you? I did. All right. Three, four, gold up. Last Samurai, Collateral. Oh, love Last Samurai. Yeah, Lions for Lambs. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Tropic yeah. Thunder. Valkyrie, man. Oh, that bit in Tropic of Thunder where he's that older guy, the, the older guy. He's the producer or something. Yeah, like that's awesome. Anyway, yeah, so he's got he's got a good nice little IMDb thing going on there. Look at that guy, Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, he's crazy though, apparently. But not my business. Hey, makes good movies. He's, yeah, <laughs> that's what I watch him for. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so we're talking. We love the action scenes. Uh, I thought the story was good. I thought it was well paced. Um, the acting was great. I mean, Angel Bassett, Alec Baldwin, uh, Henry Cavill. You know, they, it was it was a nice star studded uh, Simon Pegg. Uh, I'm glad Ving Rhames is still around 22 years later. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's doing much other than this. The oh, did he? Know what he didn't do in this one? What? Maybe he did. I forgot. Did he drop from like a ceiling or from something on the rope? Who, Ving you know, Rhames? No, Tom Cruise. Yeah, he did, on the helicopter. And he fell down, and then he was, like, underneath that bundle of whatever that cargo was. No, but I mean, like, you know how in the first one he dropped from the ceiling? Oh, yeah. And he, you know, by the rope, and he, he did that spread eagle thing. Yeah. Yeah, he tended to do something like that in each movie. Oh, Literally. no kidding, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm the kind of thing. I don't think he did it in this one. 
Yeah. The halo jump. How much you count that? How did did he land on the? Uh... Oh well, maybe maybe the halo jump you can count it as. I'm always, I, I guess every movie he's jumping off something. Yeah. And if you want to wet your whistle, uh, Mission Impossible is coming out on Netflix August 1st. Boom. Yeah. Oh, the first one? Yeah, I believe so. Pass. Maybe all of them. I don't know. <laughs> they might even be on HBO. Who knows? If they were, if Netflix were smart, they'd put out these movies when the sequels come out. They put, You know what I mean? Yeah. People, oh, yeah. I want to watch this again. See what it's about. Yeah. I, I caught up on Rogue Nation a couple days ago. I watched it again last night because <laughs> I, I want to get my fix I, I like uh, Rebecca Ferguson Isla's character I like yeah, that she's... she is I like the fact in this movie even though there's there's IMF there's that group she can stand on her own MI6 yeah she's uh, yeah with MI6 but like she was she, she held her own very well and confidently too you know I liked her yeah, I, I, she she's a good uh, equal for Ethan Hunt. Yeah, that's why I think if they do put them hook them up, um, it'd be a good fit. You know, I didn't care too much with. Did they call her the White Queen? White Widow, actually. White Widow. I didn't care. I was like, so much cause I remember. I'm like, hey, White Widow. Marvel yeah. might have something to say. About that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, right. No, I didn't care too much for her character. I didn't understand what, like, she's like a broker. I'm a broker. I'm like, all right, I need more information. She's like the in-between person. I guess so. You know. That's why she couldn't make the deal. She's, you know, she was like, hey, I don't make the decisions here. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. She sets it up, but yeah, but they went through, eh, yeah, like I said, she was probably like the the weakest amongst, of all the characters, I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that she was supposed to be like a huge main character. I thought she's really pretty. I, I, you know, I've never seen her before, but so I was impressed with her look. Yeah, she's muscular back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the oddest things. Henry um, Cavill probably took you to the gym. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I thought Henry Cavill's character was a little bit underdeveloped. I don't know that he. I felt like he was as threatening as he was supposed to be. Um, right, they just they kind of alluded to it, you know, like yeah. he's supposedly the, like the CIA's top assassin. I, I think you're right. It wouldn't it would have been interesting to kind of know a little bit more why you should be afraid of this guy other than his stature. Right, and because you told us to be. Yeah, because he doesn't really display that that side of him that he's that competent in <laughs> murdering people, as yeah. you know, everyone says. You know, we don't. I mean, we don't even see him murdering people, do we? I'm trying to think. Uh, not really. Just beating people up. Yeah, I mean, he kills. He, well, he kills. He kills Lark. Yeah. Um. She should have done that, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny because he whacks him in the face with the computer that they needed to scan his face with anyway. Yeah, I mean, he comes off all, almost aloof. You know, like when they're when they're doing that halo jump. Um, he's kind of cocky, you know. Ethan's like, "Hey, I don't, you know, we need to rethink this because the weather doesn't look right." He loses his oxygen. I mean, he just, you know, he didn't seem as refined. Yeah, he doesn't seem competent. Yeah, yeah. Like, how am I supposed to leave? He didn't seem so like he's he's he was he was like a sledgehammer. I'm like, well, how's he a top assassin if he goes through? Because there has to be some stealth, you would think, to be a an assassin slash spy, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Eh, nevertheless, I mean, I guess you're supposed to take him as is because you're not supposed to believe that he's the double agent. I guess. I guess so. I, I mean, I don't think it fooled anybody. 
It's he looked kind of big for the early one, you think? <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I hope this cast comes back. I hope they do another film. I hope the director comes back again and writes another juicy one. Um, yeah, very pleasantly surprised. But dude, ninety-seven Rotten Tomatoes. That's, oh, that's really good. That's really good. Ninety-seven. Wow. Wow. That's critics. Uh, Metacritic eighty-six, IMDb eight point six. Those are good numbers. Good numbers. Yeah, very good numbers. They're even saying that when he took that little sabbatical, well, they kind of closed productions for uh, Tom Cruise to heal. It gave the director more time to refine the script, you know. And you and I have talked about that before. About we're cool about movies being postponed as long as, as it gets better because of it. This is a great example, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Tom Cruise earned his paycheck in this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's never any uh, any thought about him whether or not he he earns his paycheck because he he's a beast when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. All right. So, um, out of five, or reading is what? Five stars? I think so. All right. What do you give it? Oh, come on. This is five. To me, this is a five. <laughs> this is five? Did you give Infinity War a five? Yeah. Thank you. So. I mean, they're, they're two different kinds of movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, right now, I'm high off of this one right now. And I, so I would say, right now, Fallout is awesome. But then again, Tuesday when uh, Infinity War comes out on digital, I may change my tune <laughs> immediately as I rewatch that movie again. But th- this is the this is good stuff. This is up my alley. I-, I dig this kind of stuff, dude. I bought my motorcycle because of Mission Impossible too, you know. Because yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah this you, did you get a Ducati? Uh, that was a Triumph. Uh, no, I didn't. You got a Triumph. I, yeah. No, I got a BMW, which is what he rides oh, that's in good. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I almost got a BMW. I moved that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I almost rode a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yes, funny. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, what do you give it? Um, I will give it a four. I'll give it a four. Four. All right. Very good. Four, yeah. That's Very good, good, right? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a nice surprise because I thought our summer movie season was pretty much over. Yeah, you know, beyond this, we were talking about this before the show. I can't really think of anything other than that 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 Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robbins. Christopher Robbins, right? Yeah, yeah. and um, and I guess we, you know, we wait a little bit for fall, and because Aquaman's coming, and what else we got? We got Venom coming out. Venom, Fantastic Beasts. I don't know if you're into that. I'll go see it, but um, I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy, but I'll go see. Is that uh, next month, August? No, that's November, I think. Oh, yeah. August got nothing going. Yeah, I don't know. Let me see what we got. Uh, yeah, Chris Arrival looks too. That looks like it's... It looks like a heartwarming film. Uh, not usually our forte, but... You and McGregor. You gotta love the guy. He runs his motorcycle guy. around the world. Yeah. You know, it was funny. When, when I was reading up on this Mission Impossible stuff, because, you know, like you and I, you know, we you know we do the Weekend Geek, we read up some geek and comic book stuff. A lot of Mission Impossible was on there, which I thought was interesting you right know, he's yeah. not part of that genre but yet if you look up uh you know comic book resources cbr.com or geek tyrant a lot of uh mission impossible stuff yeah i think i think uh definitely within the past five to ten years um geek culture has expanded yeah and it's welcoming in things that 
to us wouldn't have been considered geeking when we were in our geek heyday back in our early 20s um or just growing up you know what i mean you would never think a mission impossible movie because i guess if you liked a tv show back in the day yeah maybe i mean I'm, i'll start worrying when we see mama mia uh, reports on cbr <laughs> that's, that's that's when i'll start to worry um but if it is we'll have to report on it because <laughs> geek um yeah, so, uh, yeah, I gave it a four. Oh, good. That's a good score. That's a good score. <laughs> That's a good score. Uh, the Meg is coming out. That's about the big shark. You gonna see that? Oh, yeah. It's got Rain Wilson in there. Dwight from the office oh. on there. Oh, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Um, and Teen Titans Go, is that something you would take your daughter to? Mm, I don't think it. she's really familiar with that. She didn't. I mean, we saw it there when we were at the theaters. I mean, we saw the, the poster. She didn't really mention about seeing it. It was the only thing Movie Pass was allowing me to buy was that one, not Mission Impossible. I'm really pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, should we, should, we, should, we, should we comment on the recent Movie Pass issues? Yeah, might as well. All right. So, uh, you know, as we reported, I think we've been doing most of the Movie Pass talk on um, The Weekend Geek. Uh, you know, they were instituting um, higher pricing for um, higher volume times, like, you know, like an 8 o'clock Friday show, 8 o'clock at night Friday show date night shows, Saturday, Sunday, those type of shows, um, where they would upcharge you, like, yeah, you can, your movie, you can use your movie pass to get a ticket, but you have to pay like an extra 2 to $4. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what ha- I haven't experienced that yet. My cousin Kevin has. He was texting me about it last week. He lives in North Jersey, closer to New York City, so I just attributed to the fact that, you know, it's a higher population area, mm-hmm. so the demand for tickets is probably higher. Um, but what we experienced this, and you and I both experienced is that on Thursday, with the Mission Impossible previews, uh, MoviePass app actually kind of, I guess for lack of a better word, crashed. And then a rumor came out is that they ran out of cash to pay, um, you know, because they pay full price for the tickets. Right. So they had run out of uh, what, what, uh, liquid, liquidity, whatever they call it. They had no cash on hand. And you weren't able to buy tickets off the app, which is what you use, um, up until about 4 p.m. Friday. Um, and then when it was reinstated in both our areas, um, Mission Impossible, not even not even at like high price volume, uh, high volume pricing, they were just totally uh, you, you couldn't buy tickets for it. Yeah, they wouldn't let you buy tickets for Mission Impossible. Um, and now you know we both looked it up online, and apparently they're instituting a new thing where um, very popular movies uh, will be blacked out opening weekend so you won't be able to buy a ticket using movie pass for opening weekend a-holes yeah it's really look i, I think movie pass like i i texted you if it makes it to december 31st i'll be shocked <laughs> but the good news is alan is that we have you know uh it was funny because thursday when when it went down i, was, I thought it was, i didn't think it would come back up I'm like this they're not even going to be like oh hey guys we're closing in two days it didn't right. work out, blah, blah, blah. Just gonna, we're just going to wake up one day and movie pass will be gone, you know? <laughs> so uh, I was looking at Cinemia, which we talked about. I was looking at their pricing. Um, and uh, AMC also has a program. For 20 bucks a month, you get like three movies a week or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the good news is when movie pass does eventually fade away, um, there's alternatives out there. Yeah. Which blows my mind because when you saw the movie pass deal it's like how how can they be successful with this with this 
particular business. You know? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care. Well, you and I jumped on a really good deal, so it is what Look, it man, is. Look, we, man, we con- you know, when you sign a contract with somebody, you got to uphold it. Our, our deal is this. Take this money that you asked for. In our case, it was like eighty to ninety dollars for the year. Right. You give me one free movie a day for three hundred sixty-five days. <laughs> you know that's the contract. And you know, I'm, of course, it doesn't benefit you or me if they go out of business. Right. Um, but you know, we're not abusing the system or anything. We're using the movie. I mean, I haven't seen one movie a day. That's just ridiculous. Right. Uh, right. But they're they're the ones that keep moving the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, so that's where we're at. You know, I don't want to see movie pass go away. I'd love to renew for a year in November, um, if if that option is allowed to us. I don't know. So I'm hoping it doesn't go away. It just the news that we've been getting almost every two or three weeks is it just keeps getting worse and worse and more restrictions. Like you have to take pictures of your ticket and things like that now. Right. It's just ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you're so gonna we, have to submit a blood sample. Right. So we both ran into that issue. Um, in trying to get into Mission Impossible, and, and we both did the same thing. We used our our uh, our, our, our reward credits for our, our movie theater to, the other free, to get a free ticket. Yeah. Um, so you know, it didn't really affect us this weekend. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. That was a nice little weekend geek little moment there. There you go. All right. Do you have any thank yous? We do, Alan. We have quite a few. We haven't done a uh, because last week was a special Twig uh, San Diego Comic Con episode. Um, we have two weeks worth of thank yous. Uh, we have some graciouses for um, for people that have uh, liked us or follow us on Anchor. Um, and gracias is, uh, of course, a uh, uh, Kenyan for uh, um, of course. So gracias to the following people: uh, Diego Nazario, gracias. Uh, Thomas Brewington, I love that last name. It sounds so. Brewish, yeah. <laughs> Thomas Brewington, yes. gracias to you. Uh, Estefani Januario. Jean- I would Januario. say Juanario, maybe. Juanario. There you go. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. You know I don't speak Spanish. I want to say gracias to, to you. Kenya. Uh, speaking Kenya. Or Kenya. Yeah, Kenya. Uh, <laughs> Felix Castro. Thank you for favoring us. Mm-hmm. The creepy girl next door. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to say it like that. Uh, gracias. Uh, Infinati, infinite, infinite mind one. Mm-hmm. No, no, exploited. Oh, well, thank you for the applause. Mario Aguiar. Aguirre. Come thank on. You. All right. Aguirre. Crystal Reedy. Thank you. Yep. And Gareth. Gareth Fires. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Gareth Fires. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's uh, our newest uh, anchor, anchor followers. We appreciate your uh, listening to us. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, please, 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 uh, five star rating. Write us a nice review. The more reviews and ratings we get, the more iTunes promotes us. When they promote us, the more listeners we get. More listeners we get, the more we smile. <laughs> you can find us on Anchor and Instagram on Nerd and Me, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast. Jonathan just. Uh, did a little YouTube for uh, the Nerd and Me account. Did a little unboxing, which was pretty cool. And uh, uh, Jonathan's on Tinder, so look for us on Nerd No, what? <laughs> Sorry. It's a secret. <laughs> His name is Johnny G from Jersey. So. Maybe not. What? Sorry. No. <laughs> Anything else? 
No. Tinder. Is your grinder account still up? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Grind her. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, man, you took it in a weird place, dude. Yeah, I, did. I don't even know why. I'm sorry. Do your thing. Okay. Uh, till next time. Martha. Peace.